Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, we're starting. Oh, we're starting. and we're go. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hey, happy Shove. Shrove Tuesday. Which another name for this is? Marday Gras. Pancake Tuesday. Pancake. Pancake. Supper. I was looking more for James's response to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fat Tuesday. Fat Tuesday. Which is also Marday Gras. That's a, Marday Gras. Yeah. 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 This is a this is supposed to be a crazy day. It's supposed yeah. to be doing crazy things. Yeah, yeah. Eat up all the fat in your house. Crazy. Because tomorrow. Uh oh, you have a song for this? Oh, I was just. Oh, when the saints go marching in, you got to think about Mardi Gras, right? New Orleans. When the saints go marching in, Hallelujah. To be in the number. When the saints go marching in, come on, Jesse Dan. <laughs> Swing low, oh. sweet chariots. <laughs> then, you throw, then you throw pearls at each other or something? Uh, yeah, that's that's the jewelry, the, the, the PG version, okay. I think, of, of Mardi Gras when I think about New Orleans. All right. So Anyhow. that's because tomorrow, no, when this comes out, the earliest people will hear it, it will have been yesterday. <laughs> but we're recording this on Tuesday, so tomorrow is... Uh, Ash Wednesday. Right. So yeah. we're not promoting that because it will have been too late, but we can yeah. talk about what Ash Wednesday is, James. Yeah, go ahead. What's it all about? Give us, <laughs> give us the, uh, well, oh, it's a, Rabbi. Well, us, it's uh, a tradition of the 40 days. You celebrate 40 days, not celebrate. It's a, it's a, a very sober kind of uh, reflection on our mortality and, uh, the four and 40 days before um, Easter. And so it starts with Ash Wednesday. And uh, if you're seeing this on video, you're seeing that Randy is currently putting an ash cross on his head. So usually you'd have a priest do that for you. But uh, uh, the era of Zoom, uh, our Ash Wednesday service is going to be on Zoom tomorrow night or last night, whenever you're listening to this. And uh, so, yeah, that's one of the things you do. You put this ash on and, and a minister says to you, remember, you are dust. And to dust, you will return. Indeed. Yeah. yeah, not not the kind of thing that we like to talk about these days. We tend to be a little bit averse to talking about our mortality in mm -hmm. our death-denying age. Yep. Um, but what a, a critical reminder that uh, our days on this planet are numbered. And someday we will die, and, and in years to follow, we will be forgotten. <laughs> so it's a, it's a time really focusing that attention on that mortality as uh, what uh, Jesus himself takes on with a cross on Good Friday and then destroys the power of at Easter. And uh, in some ways, we sort of already celebrated kind of the Easter message uh, last Sunday, as we were looking yeah. at the last three chapters of Revelation. Yeah. We sort of yeah. landed that whole series with that good, good news. And then sort of, uh, okay, with that good news, now we're going to launch into Lent, the 40 days of... Uh, uh, so so, so my, my question and comment to you on, on, on the morning was it, oh, yeah. that it, it is just such good news. Like yeah. it, it, it is the best of news. It is almost too good to be true. Right. And 
and, uh, and you know, for all of, of, of heaven and earth, right? Like a new heaven, a new earth, you know, we're, we're talking about a redeemed humanity. We're talking about uh, communion with God again, no more suffering, no more disease, no more tears. Uh, yeah, all is restored. And, and I mean, it just flies in the face of the facts, James. Hmm. It flies in the face of the facts, right? Things are going from bad to worse. That's, that's how it feels. That's what has captured our imagination. And so we're asking people to hang on to a very subversive narrative, a very subversive hope. How do we, how do we live into that? How do we do that? Mm. Well, I think that's, that is what faith is. I say with a cross on my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is what faith is, and it's, I think it is the longing of humanity. I was just listening to, uh, I listened to the audio book of uh, that story, um, Just Mercy. So the story of, uh, you know, helping people who mostly ones wrongly accused who are on death row in the United States and he quotes the uh, first president of the new Czech Republic. What was his name? Havel? Havel? Havel, that's it, yes. Yeah. I, I kept calling him Pavel Buri. That's I, have a few, I have a few of his quotes and books. Okay, so he's a poet yes. who became the president of the first Czech Republic, uh, the new Czech Republic. And one of his quotes there was that people have to have hope. They have to have hope. That is something built into humanity. Every human being needs hope. And he said, now hope, and here, he's not necessarily quoting, but he, he, he's exactly what Paul says in Romans 8. Hope is something you can't see. If you can see it, it's no longer hope. You know? And so I think we're in desperate need of hope. And that was the message. That's the message of the, how, message. Yeah, how Revelation lands. It's this hope in the face of no evidence for it uh, a friend of mine has a, a plaque on their wall and it says hope in spite of the evidence and that's what faith is yeah so that, that's the yeah this hope in something uh that we long for and i think part of it is that we the 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 reason for it is that we know it must be true because this is the universal longing. We know that what we are experiencing now is what's not right. We just know it instinctively. This is not right. Injustice is not right. Lack of love is not right. Fear is not right. So we, we know there's something better. And, and it's not the way it was meant to be. Yeah. That's part of our longing as well. Yeah. That we, we not only know that it's not right, but we, we have some echo of, of what it could be. What it uh, should be. Yeah. If wrongs were made to right. Yeah. And, and uh, is there a, a universal force at work yeah. conspiring against what's wrong? And we think there's and, got and the, to be. The cross, the cross is that. Right? Yeah. So the cross is that message of Jesus absorbing all the ain't the way it's supposed to be-ness <laughs> and then conquering it and coming alive and starting something new the taste of the new huh. well we we had a wonderful comment made by a, a young woman in our congregation on sunday morning 
And uh, Jesse, maybe you can, can convey and paraphrase what it is that she shared with us. On You know this person. I think she was sitting right beside you uh, when she said it. Yes, yes, we are dating. <laughs> but yeah, no, she, she just, she grew up in a very, very Calvinist um, community. And so the overarching narrative of the world and of life um, and of the revelation, like it's it just very dour and very angry and very like the war horse was or the white horse brought war, you know, and, and um, if we're going back into revelation imagery and she, yeah, she was expressing just how beautiful it is that that is not necessarily the case. Um, and that there's this message of hope and this message of love and that there is a belonging and everyone is invited and everyone like, you know, it's just that, brought her to tears and she shared it with the community and it was really beautiful. Yeah, a lot of people responded. I think a lot of people felt the same strings of their hearts resonating, vibrating with that same longing. Uh, they just empathized with her. We saw a lot of chat and then the emails after and people vocalizing with her. Yeah. Really empathizing. Say, yeah, not just, Oh, good for you, but yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. Mm -hmm. And, and that sentiment that she grew up with, by the way, just just for the record, it's it's not just simply found amongst the Calvinists. <laughs> I think, right. I think you know if you grew up in you know I grew up in in, in the Mennonite community where not particularly mine, but th those 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 sentiments were there that that dourness and and whether or not God truly truly loves us or is is there a footnote to His love? You know, it says maybe not. You know, or or something along those lines. There's always um. A doubt yeah. um, about the depths and and the, the the breadth of God's love for for all, and and um, yeah, I, I think I think there there are multiple Christian communities in which that's you know th that is celebrated, but I think there there are there are many traditions and and communities in which that is not experienced and that is not even spoken to, and I think for a lot of people. Uh, when they're when they're thinking about this revelation series that we've done entirely so not just this last sunday but but the entire experience has been very different for many many people in, in which this book was not a pleasant read um this book was not an inspiring of hope type read you're saying uh, in the past yeah in the past yeah yeah was this time around you know, th this has just been a very, very different rendering. It's opened up a new imagination, a new lens to look at not only the the, the future, our future hope, but the, the present hope that we are living in with right now. He yeah. says with the cross on his head. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, well, in recognizing your mortality, there is also a recognizing like that there's something beyond that as well. Yeah, there right. has to be. And we there believe there is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. And it's, and it's our only hope. Yeah. You know, it's not a hope in, uh, you know, some airy fairy, you know, something carries on, but really that Jesus proved uh, his lordship the, through his resurrection. And we're, we get to put our faith in, we will be raised too. Yeah. But, but there is no empty tomb without Golgotha. Right. Yeah. There, there, Who said it? We have Who said to. it? Oh, 
I don't know. Frederick Nietzsche, of oh, all people, okay. said that. That's a Frederick Nietzsche quote. Yeah. Oh, well, we like some of his quotes. He's got some good ones. Yeah, he was, he was <laughs> speaking allegorically or metaphorically or analogically. Well, that's a good one. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. You don't get a resurrection without death first. Yeah. That's um, the cross on my forehead. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we've landed this series, and it was, uh, it was hard it, teaching through it. I know it's sometimes really hard to, to listen, especially on Zoom. Uh, we really chewed through some material, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we took a break in the middle. But we've been in it a year, and yeah. uh, but that, and it ends with such good news that I think sets us up for Lent because our series, we're starting a new series for, series for Lent because as I said, Lent is 40 days between Ash Wednesday and Easter Sunday, but it's only 40 days if you don't count the Sundays. So Sundays are never uh, days of fasting. Sundays are always celebration. So we're really thinking, we thought we, this is a year of Lent. We've had a year of you know, contemplating mortality, of deprivation, of grief, of fasting. So we are going to emphasize on Sundays, celebration. <laughs> We're gonna, uh, oh, he's got another song for it. No, same song. Oh, song. here we go. <laughs> New Orleans, here we go. We'll sing us out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't sing it out. But you're right. Yeah, we're we're looking at uh, Sundays as being a time when we can celebrate and, yeah. and feel the the, the levity yeah. um, of of taking a break from from the reality. Yeah. And and again, that's not that's not to be in denial or delusion. You know, no. we are living in a hard world right now. But, oh, but, uh, but right in the midst of it, yeah, we we can we can. What do we have hope in? Where where we see where are people thriving? Even. Uh, with joy, uh, where are they finding that peace? Where are they finding the center in God and in God's love, in spite of the evidence around us? <laughs> so Ash Wednesday will have happened by the time people yeah. are listening. To this. Yeah. But Thursday night, Jesse. Yeah, I still doing young adults. We we meet up on Thursday nights every week, and we hang out and just get that weekly dosage of community that we all so badly need. Right on, and that's what and Saturday for. night. Oh, Saturday night, there's also a critical issues group. That, that monthly group is meeting. That'll be the bulletin. And uh, yeah, yeah uh, uh, Rachel Pike is hosting that. And they had a great one, the first one last time. So this is the second meeting, right, February 1. And Sunday morning. And then Sunday. Yeah, that's what Sunday. I was going to say, that's what Sunday's for too, that we gather to encourage each other. We, we will be listening. Uh, so you get to kick off this new series, Randy. But then we're going to hear from four uh, unique voices that we, we've heard from some of them before, but these are uh, some of our Holiday people and uh, uh, four women and uh, looking forward to hearing those uh, voices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that also, which is good because like we've been saying, Revelation has been challenging <laughs> to, to work through. And so it'll be nice to be engaging in a series that maybe will encourage inspiration. Yeah, uh, and and the lightness of being, which is... <laughs> a little different way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, lads. Well, good chat with you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Enjoy. Here we are, Lent, uh, Chinese New Year, uh, Black History Month. <laughs> Just had Family Day yesterday. It's it's quite a time. Uh, some people are on reading break right now this week, so it's uh, there's a lot going on.
Glad to be doing it with you guys. Yeah, James. Good to see you, lads. All right. See you, Holly Dean. See you later. See you, Holly Dean. <laughs>